And I'm Sinead. And this is Streaming While Black presents our recap of P Valley. Yay. <laughs> so <laughs> this particular episode has caused us a whole lot of pain and heartache. Yes, it um, has. Originally, when we recorded the first 20 minutes, we had dead silence. So I apologize for the delay. We doing the best we can over here. We are not fucking experts. But shout out to my friend because she's doing a great job on fixing this shit because I am not tech savvy. She is the brains behind all this shit because I don't know nothing about it. But go, friend. Go, <laughs> Thank friend. You. Thank you. <laughs> Good job. All right. So we're going to cover the first episode in this recording right now and then it'll automatically transition into the rest of the episodes we are covering the the first four episodes yeah four episodes and then you'll notice a slight difference with our appearance going forward all right and then just be aware that we are fit we are recording the last episode for p valley uh sometime before sunday yeah. And then hopefully we'll be on a schedule and then we can get this shit out as quickly as possible without any problems or delay. All right. Yeah. All right. Got it. Okay. So P Valley, in case you've been under a rock, because they've been talking about this shit like a motherfucker on the internet, is basically, basically about a juke joint in the dirty South. Mm -hmm. uh, Mississippi to be specific. Okay. Yeah. And it's about the go-songs of this juke joint strip club called The Pink. And yes. all the drama and all of the acrobatics that goes down with this show. Unfolds and it's bullshit. It's really good, though. It's a good show. Yes, it is. It's also a show that you have to pay attention to. You do. Don't be like me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sounds so, good. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. So the first episode is called Perpetrating, and here's the synopsis for the first episode. Autumn night, a mysterious beauty with a harrowing past washes up on the shores of the pink, Mississippi's hottest shake joint, seeking employment. Mercedes Sundays, a night headlined by the club's OG, brings unsuspected trouble from a number of patrons. Okay. Okay, so... What we're going to do is we're going to tell you, we're going to basically just highlight, tell you what we liked, what we're thinking, what we're speculating on. So, Bestie, what did you like about this episode that you can remember? I like that it kind of kept you wondering, like, what was going to happen next. Like, once she washed up on the shores of Mississippi, you kind of was thinking, like, what the hell is going to happen? And then all of a sudden she ends up at this strip club, which you will kind of tell everybody about what happens later on. Um, but I just thought that it kept you really, really wondering, like, what the hell was going to happen next, you know? And then, you know, so I'm going to let her finish this because she knows she's going to she's gonna fill you guys in on what's going on. Yeah, I didn't watch it a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So so basically, we meet Autumn. It looks like her, Hurricane Katrina happened. Right. And she's fishing the suitcase out of the Delta. 
it has a lot of high-end items in it, some red bottoms, some eyes, uh, Laurent, Saint Laurent, um, a lot of shit. And right. it also has an ID and a wallet. Huh. Okay, so we like, all right, but it also looks like this this autumn night person has been going through some shit. Like somebody whooped her ass. Yeah, somebody whooped her ass. Okay. Then we are shown the pink and all the shit that goes on there. So we meet Miss Mississippi, aka Keyshawn, and you know she's a good dancer, but mm -hmm. she's on the submissive side. We right. also meet OG Mercedes. She mm -hmm. is the she, she's the draw. Everybody is coming to the to the shake joint to the pink to see Mercedes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. Also, we got Uncle Clifford. Yes. Now I'm gonna tell you right now. If you got issues with with the with the rainbow crowd is what I call them, and I I'm not oh. trying to kill anybody, but if you got issues with gay, lesbian, queer, whatever floats your boat, this is not your show. Is a spectrum. If you got a problem with these people, this ain't the show for you. No, it's not. Absolutely but, not. And I say this because Uncle Clifford is that dude chick i'm not sure what it, at this point in the game i am not sure what uncle clifford's pronouns are all i can say is that by rules of deduction mm -hmm. he goes by uncle clifford mm -hmm. that's a masculine pronoun but i'm here to tell you there's nothing masculine about uncle clifford no not at all not I'm at not all all right so uncle clifford is the owner manager head bitch in charge here at the pink he runs and regulates the whole situation. Okay, so during this episode, some highlights, okay? We find out that Uncle Clifford is in debt with the pink, mm -hmm. 55000 to be exact. Right. Um, we also find out that Mercedes is just like she has had enough of the stripper life. She's trying to do her dancing right. dolls routine, which if you're not familiar with dancing dolls, so in the South, they do a lot of competition dancing. We're from the Midwest, so yeah. we are just now getting dance teams. But in the past, we were calling them drill teams, right. and you were lucky to get matching t-shirts and shorts okay? <laughs> because down right, south, right. they got the rhinestones, the rhinestones going on, and the sequence, uh, everything is coordination <laughs> and shit. Girl, you was lucky if you could get you a matching t-shirt, some shorts, yeah, some and shorts. Shoes, the same <laughs> shoes, right? All right. So that's what she has going on. She's trying to get a gym together for these girls to practice in so she can sell, you know, her expertise. Because that's her out of the stripping game. Right. All right. So she's gearing up for her last dance, which is sure to pull in a shitload of money. Mm -hmm. um, Keyshawn, Miss Mississippi, is dealing with the fact that her and her baby daddy, they be fighting. And it's, it's a whole lot going on with that girl. She's yeah. A victim of domestic violence. Okay. And she just had a baby. So this is her first week back from paternity leave. Paternity leave. Right. Okay. They also show up. They also let us know that there is the lone white girl named Gidget, which mm -hmm. I think is fitting because I've watched way too much damn TV in my past to know <laughs> why Gidget is funny. <laughs> and we also come across Little Murder. Right. Uh, Little Murder is one of those local, wannabe local neighborhood superstars. Every, Which every, we all have. Yes. Every city has a gang of motherfuckers that think that they can right be the next, oh, I don't know, Drake, Future, 2 Chainz, NBA right. 
boy, whoever is your trying, daddy. That's who he think he getting right be. Okay, so he's trying. He's on that future. He's on the future strip club rap star plan, and that is he's trying to get this shit played at the pink. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, his shit kind of whack right now. Absolutely. Mercedes then told him that shit whack. DJ never scared. Then told him that shit is whack. It's whack. Uncle Clifford then told him that shit is whack. But it's you whack. know what? Ain't no stopping his perseverance. You but got did Uncle Clifford really tell him that? But we'll talk about that later. She, she did. He did. He, he, because he made some faces like, nah, boo, this ain't right, it. Nah, this ain't it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So then there's this creepy dude outside the pink taking pictures and shit. We later found out is a lawyer, and there's some type of development deal that's getting ready to go down that mm -hmm. Uncle Clifford may or may not know anything about. Right. All right. Uh, so some things that stood out for me, and then I'll pass it on to Bestie. But some things that stood out for me was colorism. Mm -hmm. Now, as you may or may not know or want to act like shit don't exist, colorism is clearly a huge deal in our, our community. And when I say our, I mean the black community. And one thing that I picked up on this show is that it's, some, it's definitely some colorism. They definitely don't ignore it. I mean, one phrase or one interaction that took place that, that stuck out for me is that when Autumn decides to go to the strip club and she's trying to get in, one, they was trying to make her pay, which in my experience, where they do that at, apparently, Chuckle right, right. in Mississippi is where to do that at. <laughs> but she clearly didn't have the money for it, so she's going to go ahead. She ends up going ahead and getting in line to do the, the strip club. Right competition the the battle of the booties before that happens the bouncer diamond who we will definitely be talking about in later episodes lets her know that yeah you might look like rihanna but you ain't getting your ass up in here without paying that 20 dollars. so mm -hmm. i'm paraphrasing and this is why you need to watch the goddamn show so you can know exactly what he said mm -hmm. but it's to me it stood out because they let it be known that yeah you like but you you think you got privilege. You don't have no privileges here at the pink. Now, when Amber goes into the strip club, or not Amber, I have a problem calling that girl Amber. Um, Aunt, Autumn. Uh, Autumn. Autumn. When she goes into the strip club, you automatically see, or actually even when she enters the line for Battle of the Booties, there's, the line is, is a pretty lengthy line of, of dark girls. Mm -hmm. And you can see the screwed up faces and shit. And it's just like, oh, okay, that's what we're doing with this show. She right, gets right. into the dressing room to prepare for Battle of the Booties. And again, Mercedes got her face all screwed up and shit. Everybody that is not light skinned got their face all screwed up and shit. Mm -hmm. It's like a running joke about this girl. Right. Because she ain't got no privileges in that dressing room but they all know that she's getting ready to be able to use her privilege when she gets out on that stage right so that stood out to me um another thing that stood out to me about this show is that it's beautifully shot oh my god it's beautifully shot um which i enjoy it's very visual and i think that's what gives you that false pretense that you don't have to pay attention to this shit no, you got to pay attention because it's a lot of dialogue and, that it, and exchanges that go back and forth to tell you the story. Mm 
Um, and I think the last thing that stood out for me is that for this to be like an old juke joint, when I say juke joint, I'm talking color purple, Harpo's place juke joint. This motherfucker is big. Mm -hmm. Like you don't realize how it doesn't big look it like is. that, but it really is until you it start really opening up like little secret doors and stuff, right? It really doesn't. And then not only that, it ain't like they didn't threw a coat of paint on the bitch, tried to dress it up or anything. It literally looks like a huge fucking shack. But yet they got a whole line and shit. Like people is really waiting in line to do this because clearly this is the only entertainment, probably for fifty miles around. Mm -hmm. All right. What what stood out to you about this show? Well, what stood out for me is that I think that you kind of spoke on this is that they made it they made it known that Mercedes was that bitch. You know, when she came in, like she was that bitch. And then another thing that stood out for me is that you know you know you I don't know I've been in strip clubs before, not a lot, but I have. And like you know they don't just highlight like one or two girls. Like everybody's like you know they have their turn. For me, what stood out is that, like, Autumn and Mercedes were that, you know, they were the two, like, girls that they highlighted until, like, you got to, like, really watch it in episode, like, three and four. You got to really see, get to know, like, the other girls. But um, to me, um, in the beginning, what stood out is like, okay, like, okay, they're highlighting these girls, so what about all the other girls? Um, but then, you know, again, like I said, you got to really watch, you have to really watch it to to see, like, the other girls and, like, their their personalities and things like that. So, it's a really good show to watch, guys. You have to watch this show. It's really, really good. Really good. But those are the two things that stood out to me. Okay. And then another thing that stood out to me is that I am so grateful that this is not the choice that I made in life. Like, right. I could never be a fucking stripper. Not oh, no. to say that there's no. anything wrong with it, but the acrobatics in this shit is off the chain. Like, these girls be doing the most, and I applaud <laughs> I salute because I can't do none of that shit. And it's like they are so athletic that it's breathtaking, the shit that they can do with their bodies. One more thing. One more thing. Their bodies. Like, I am not gay, so let's get this clear before I it's say this. It's okay if you are, but you're not. They have some really nice bodies. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, damn, like, you know, like they're 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 not flawed you know like mm -hmm. they they're so you gotta watch and then the guys i think they would love it if they can get past the fact that uncle uncle clifford was is gay you know uh, if they can get past the uncle clifford situation then i think that they'll really like it yes um and then another thing too is that it it it, it doesn't glamorize it doesn't glamorize stripping at all no. which i like it's like, I, I'll be honest with you, when I started, when I heard about P-Valley, I was just like, oh shit, this is the, this is the, the sitcom for Players Club that I was waiting for, right? But, but that's not the case. This is, this is not like Players Club. The only similarity that we have in Players Club is that it's, it's a strip club. Um, Mercedes is kind of like that Ronnie bitch. Yes, she, it is. I like her. And, I love her. I actually, I love her. And the other similarity to it is you got your DJ and you got your bartenders. And that's really about it. That's but the it story is. is more about the people versus the actual strip club. Yeah. Yeah. It's about how this town kind of like, or how this, how this town orbits around the pink and yeah. its importance to this town. Really. 
And another thing too, another thing I want to, I want to touch on is the, the fact that, you know, like you, 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 you think of your typical stripper, you think that they, they're just stripping because they just want this money and that that's all they want. But like, to me with Mercedes story, it kind of highlights on the fact that not all strippers are just there for the money. Some people are like, you know, they want to go to school. They have other things that they want to do in life. And they're just doing that to kind of like, to kind of reach their goal. You know, it's not, it's not, it doesn't show you that like, there's all that she wants to do is strip. You know, she actually has something that she wants to do in life. And that's the reason why she's stripping because she saved her money to kind of open up that gym to, to start that dance class. So like, you know, I don't think that all strippers are just there to strip and that's just what they want to do. Some people actually, you know, came from fucked up households and, you know, they don't have a lot of money and they have nice bodies. So, you know what, let me just go strip to get a couple of dollars, you know. I disagree with you because I think that the pink, I think that pink Valley shows all of those stories. Right. But I think that, but I'm just saying, I'm saying Mercedes stories story in particular, like I'm not saying all of their stories, but it kind of shows you that because I think that some people think that strippers, some people, not all people think that, oh, you know, their bitches are stripping because, you know, like she, she can't get a job or she can't this or that. But like, I think that some girls like strip because they feel like it's quick money. And they have a goal that they want to achieve and they kind of stack their money up and they save it for whatever reason to like achieve their goal. You don't I, think that? No, I don't because that's not what they're showing us. They're not well, showing us that. The, you don't think that with Mercedes? You don't think no, they're she not, saved they're her not, money to open up like that with no, her drink? No, they're not showing us that. What they're showing, I mean, think about it. They are in an itty bitty ass town in Mississippi. It's Mississippi. It's Mississippi. It's Mississippi. You're right. It's right. town in Mississippi. They didn't let it be known in so many words that there's not a whole lot of jobs there. I didn't see that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you got to pay attention to it, but they didn't let it be because they didn't let it be known in so many words that there's not a whole lot of jobs there. It's a small last town in Mississippi. If you know anything about the state of Mississippi and don't write in, you Mississippians, all this damn state pride. Y'all know y'all state ain't shit. It ain't shit in education. It's not shit in, 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 in Congress. It's not shit, okay? Let's keep it 100. So, it's a little itty bitty ass town in the middle of fucking nowhere. They don't handle industry. They don't uh -huh anything going on everybody in town know about the pink okay so mm -hmm. they let it be known like the stuff that they're showing you like when little clifford goes to the check cashing place you see a long ass line of people waiting in line to either get some money cash a check or borrow some money you know what i'm saying <laughs> when they show the regular friend but okay go ahead you're making a point when they show the regulars in the club, don't none of them look like some ballers. They look like some average ass niggas. Every, they have just a sprinkle of niggas that got money. A sprinkle. Just a little tall sprinkle. Not a lot, just a, like a right. sprinkle. And when they start getting in, into these girls' stories, when you, when you start getting into the stories and they'll start doing that, you know, in the, in the episodes going forward, you'll notice that they didn't have a lot of choices. Yeah. You know, like for instance, Gidget asked, this is a career for her. Like she's not looking at what's gonna happen when she hits, you know, 45 and them titties start to drop. You know what I'm saying? She, this yeah. is a career for her. This is a career for Miss Mississippi, AKA Keyshawn. But it's yeah. not a career for Mercedes because Mercedes That's wants more. 
Right. She wants, she knows that there's more and she wants more. And I think it's a great example for this show to show you that, yeah, you know what? They do this for the money. They're not doing this because they enjoy this shit. But that's what I was saying. That's what I said. I said it gives you, it gives other people an opportunity to actually see that, you know, some people have goals that they want to achieve and that they don't do this because they want to do it. They do this because they have goals that they want to achieve. I wasn't just talking about Mississippi. I was saying that in general. Right. But you also said they're not doing it for the money. So that well, gives the implication that they're doing it. The money is the draw for the money, not just for the money. But it is just for the money because the money is what's going to get them to that next level. They have a goal, though, friend. They have a goal. Okay. Okay. You're right. I agree with you. I mean, because, I mean, think about it. You can't, she can't get her gym. What is the one thing that she needs to get her gym? She needs money, right? Yeah. Where else in Mississippi, how else in Mississippi is she going to get the money if she doesn't have any skills to get a, another type of job in a different industry? It always boils down to the money. Yes, they do this for the money. Their money is their livelihood, just yeah. like if they were waitresses. But you it's not I mean? just for the money because what I'm saying is, you're right. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. But I'm saying it's not it's not basically for the money. It's because some people, they can go, they, they do it for the money and they go take their money and they spend it on clothes or shit that, that don't really mean anything. You know, shit that's not going to get them anywhere in life. And I think that a lot of times people look back and like, oh, that bitch, you know, like these strippers, like they just get the money and they, you know, at least in, in where I live at. I'm not going to say where I live, but at least where I live at. You know, a lot of these strippers, they take their money and they're, they only care about their appearance. They're not really having a goal that they want to achieve. That I, you know of. That I know of. That I know of. But I'm saying it gives other people, you know, an a opportunity to see other point of views on why people strip. That's all I was saying. Yeah. I, I, would, I, will, I would agree with you on that. That's what I was saying is that it's showing, it's, it's not sugarcoating this shit. Right. It's not making this shit look glamorous by any You're means. Right. You're right. But You're right. at the end of the day, it, it does ask the question, though. Mm -hmm. We all work for money. I don't give a fuck if you're a neuroscience scientist. I don't care if you, you wear a headset at a call center. You're right. I man. don't give a goddamn if you in real estate flipping houses. We all do this shit for whole, cold, hard cash. No different than these strippers. Right. The only difference is, is that we want to demonize them as a society. Because we want to demonize them and make it seem like what they're doing is so wrong. It's wrong, but they're doing it's just it's they're doing this shit for the money because right. the money is the equalizer. The money gets you to where you want to go. Right. Or in a lot of cases, the money keeps you from sleeping in your damn car and starving. Mm-hmm. Because let's be clear, there are some women out here that are sleeping with these men and ain't getting a goddamn dime. See, what? that's a whole different conversation. What? The gist of the matter is, is that this episode, as far as TV shows go, was a great episode. It was a great introduction to this world in Mississippi, this fictionary, fictional world in Mississippi, mm -hmm. in which there's a juke joint ass strip club. And... What's interesting is, is that there is a gay, queer man that's running this strip club mm -hmm. in fucking Mississippi, which is interesting to me because I frankly was just like, how is this even possible? Even in the 21st century in Mississippi, this motherfucker's not hanging from a tree. 
mean, it's not, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm dead serious. I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing. So, and then as you'll see in further episodes, you know, our rainbow folks, they everywhere. I want everybody to feel comfortable living in their truth, living their life, living that the lifestyle that they want to live without being fearful that they're going to die. Because what you eat, how they live. And I'm happy for everybody, no matter what you are. What you eat don't make me shit, so I'm happy for everybody. Exactly. So if that makes you happy, do what you do. Who am I to judge anybody? Mm -hmm. All right. So at this point, you're going to see an edit because we're going to transition into episode two and the rest of the remaining episodes. All right. So with episode two, the name of the episode is called Scars. And the synopsis for this episode is basically the Pink's annual car wash receives a visit from a surprising guest while Autumn's past comes back to haunt her. Back at the club, souls are bared and deals are negotiated in the private booths. All right. So this is the episode where we meet Corbin. Ooh. And... Corbin, so they, they, they show us, they, they show us the whole menu of what they provide at the pink. Right. So apparently Corbin is into that freaky shit. He's into <laughs> that, that bondage, that S&M, that BDSM. And so Katie's <laughs> and Keyshawn, also known as Miss Mississippi, decide to go ahead and give him his session. All right. Mm -hmm. That's how we meet him. Mm-hmm. Now, they don't really tell us who he is until later on in the episode, but he becomes very important in this whole situation. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, at this point, Autumn is definitely working at the pink, but she's working yeah. on the ID. So Uncle Clifford is a strong arm in her ass, trying to find out what's up with, with the ID, you know, what's right. going on, because he knows that there's something not quite right with her. All right. So what did you think about this episode? I actually, you know what? I actually thought that it, it was it was funny that he he was pretty much like pressuring her to like like what the fuck? Where did you come from? Like, give me something. Like, we're, like who are you? Pretty much, and and she was terrified. But what what I didn't understand though, because you know I didn't watch it, and I will tell you this, people like you have to like watch this <laughs> because I was watching it while I was working. <laughs> So a lot of the things that were going on, I had to come back to her and say, like, okay, so what happened here? <laughs> so, because I didn't get it. I really didn't get it. But, um, I don't know. I thought it was a good episode. You have to recap more because, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know as much as you know about it. Like, it's definitely one of those shows you really do have to pay attention. You can't have it. You, you cannot. Yeah. Don't be like me. Don't be like me. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Mainly because it's the shit that they say. Like they are really telling a story here, and if yeah. you're not paying attention, you miss some really important shit. Like I her to tell you guys what's going on because I have to go back and watch it again. <laughs> I have to watch it again. All right, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna speed through this episode since she she wasn't paying attention. <laughs> oh, what the hell really went on? So okay, so some highlights. Uh, Uncle Murder realizes that his shit is whack. And so he decides that he's going to try and, you know, in, in, improve. He's taking some criticism, so he's going to improve. Um, mm -hmm. 
Oh, Clifford, let it, let it be known that he's an honest hoe. And you ain't going to get in his draws on the first night. No, it don't work like that. And you know what? I thought that they did have sex on the first. I did too. But then when you look at, like, because I watched it a second time. When you look at it a second time, it looks like Little Murder is putting his hands over Little Clifford's ears. Mm -hmm. so he can hear the music. Yeah. But he, but it does, but it kind of gives you the impression that I thought that they, I thought that they the I didn't know that. Okay. So Mercedes is reveling in her. She is that bitch of the pink. And mm -hmm. she lets it be known she's kind of sweet on Maine because she's rolling, well, not rolling, but she's jogging through her neighborhood with her, what looks like a Doberman. Is that a Doberman? Yeah, it was, no, I, yeah. No, I think it was a pit. pit bull. I think it was a pit bull. Shit, I don't know. I'm a cat person these days. It was a Doberman. Okay. So she's 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 running, jogging through the neighborhood with her dog. She sees Maine. Maine is clearly on house arrest. But he mm -hmm. lets her know that he's going to be there come hell or high water for her last, her last dance. Right, because she is a neighborhood celebrity, all right? Okay. Um, now, let's bring a little clarity to actually what her gym is, all right? So I know you've not seen it because we've talked about it before. Like, we're from the Midwest, so we have drill teams, you know what I'm saying? Cheerleaders, shit like that. We don't have what, what is commonly known down south as, like, dance teams and competition dance. Yeah, see, but we, we, have a lot of, we have a lot of dance teams here now for kids. Right. Um, so I see it a lot. Also at the Circle City Classic, I see it a lot. What do they call um, them? Because they don't call, they don't, what do they call them? Because they don't... It's like just a dance team, drill teams, pretty much like that. It's, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's what I came up with. We always had drill teams, but mm -hmm. to the extent that the South goes with competing and then the outfits and the glitz and the glam, girl, we wasn't doing that. You was lucky to get you some matching t-shirts <laughs> and damn shorts. Yeah, they have it. It's very, you can tell that this, this dance team that she's, Coaching is very similar to that reality show, Dancing Dials. Yes, it is. It is. Okay. So that's what she's trying to do. She's trying to have a gym so that she can have a place for them to actually learn, improve, and also make some money while she's at it. Right. So she's definitely trying to get this gym going on. And so what she's been doing while trying to get this gym going on is she's been laundering money through her mama's church. Because her mm -hmm does the books for the church so she's been giving her the money to launder because they need it because they're trying to get a loan and so they're supposed to give it back all right so some more highlights um autumn is checking on people that might may or may not be dead lakeisha mm -hmm. savage is the name of the young lady that she was using her identification and the clothes and everything she her body is clearly surfaced so she's clearly mm -hmm. deceased. But she was checking on a Montavious Hill, and it sounds like he's still walking the earth because right. Autumn seemed to be very shook. Okay, they had a car wash situation. Miss Mississippi is mm -hmm. all the Snapchats, trying to get all the snaps in her purse with this car wash that they're promoting because 
truth be told, Uncle Clifford, I don't know what he didn't did, but they need money very badly. Otherwise, the pink is going to go under. $50,000. Right. So um, Isaiah Washington is in this. I believe I mentioned that earlier. And he's the mayor. Okay. So he rolls in with his Escalade. He wants to get the details and everything like that for the Escalade. So Mercedes and Autumn are in the Escalade and they're cleaning this, that, and the other. So Mercedes decides that she's not cleaning the inside of the car anymore. And she decides to go ahead and clean the outside of the car. So for whatever reason, and I think we'll, we'll talk a little bit more after I explain what happened, but Autumn starts freaking out. She's in the car. The doors are all shut and there's all this water cascading over the vehicle because it's being washed. I mean, they are at a fucking car wash. <laughs> she loses her shit. And do you know this half opens up the sunroof while they got all this water, you know, drenching the outside of the vehicle? Come to find out. Okay, so this gives me the impression that she was in the car with Lakeisha Savage and Matavius Hill. Absolutely. Something happened. But at the beginning of the first episode, you saw all of this, this land just flooded. It looked like the aftermath of Katrina. So, but at the mm -hmm. same time, she's freaking out because it looks like she was in the car and she was drowning. So she clearly has post-stress traumatic disorder. And, right. But we don't know how. Mm -hmm. We still don't know where this girl comes from. We, all, all that we know is she's not dumb. She's mm -hmm. not only country. Mm -hmm. And she has a kid. She has a daughter. Yeah. You can tell. She may not be on the planet. Right. And she's clearly on the run. Why and from who, we don't. We, we don't know. All right. So, um, Little Murder, let it be known that he ain't no dumb nigga because he hips Uncle Clifford to some infused wings to keep the ship afloat. Okay, so he in the kitchen because the chef didn't quit. He in the kitchen with a little weed, a little butter, a little some chicken wings. They ain't getting ready to set that motherfucker off. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Corbin comes back to the strip club with Andre because he, you know, he's trying to make it rain, trying to get, get it like he, he feels, get it how he lives. And Andre is clearly not comfortable. Andre, if for those who, who forgot, is the creepy dude that's taking pictures of the pink outside. So Andre's in the strip club. He, you can tell he's only there so he can make this deal. Corbin let it be known that yeah, you want to buy my plantation because y'all building a casino. I don't want to. I don't want to sell it to you. I want to lease you the land, which is actually very smart because that's residual income. Mm -hmm. However, Corbin is mixed. Corbin's daddy owned the plantation. Mm -hmm. Mama was the maid. Mm -hmm. So he has the inheritance that he has to share with his white half-brothers, who clearly have gone through all the other money that they inherited, mm. and quick to go ahead and sell that plantation. But Corbin is holding up the situation because they need three signatures, and Corbin ain't going. 
Right. All right. So Corbin gives Andre a shack, like, go ahead, get it how you live, make it rain, you know. <laughs> and Andre's just like, nah. But Andre sees Auburn. Ar um, Auburn. Not Auburn. Uh, Auburn. And, you know, so she gives him a dance or whatever. They bond and shit over, you know, C-section scars and heart surgery scars and shit. It's some weird <laughs> shit, man. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> they bond and, you know, they have like a connection at the strip club. He was doing, he was going through his T-Pain act and shit. He was following in a <laughs> fucking stripper. <laughs> All right. Um, and then let's see here. We round out the episode with Uncle Clifford realizes that Andre is sweet on Autumn and that he has some information that he needs in order to try and figure out his next moves. So he puts yeah. Autumn on her because he knows that ID ain't, ain't going to come anytime soon. Right. And if it mm -hmm. doesn't come, it's probably going to be faulty. Mm-hmm. How we round out the episode. Oh, one last thing about this episode. Mercedes and her mama. She didn't let her mama know, listen, I done found a building. Y'all done got y'all loan money. I'm going to need my money back. What's happening? Mm -hmm. So that's how we leave that episode. The next episode that we have is episode three. And that's titled Higher Ground. Right. The synopsis for this episode is Autumn dons a bold new look and learns the rules of working a regular from the Trinity, each of whom receives a visit from her favorite repeat customer. Meanwhile, Uncle Clifford learns about big changes coming to Chugalisa. All right, so you recall this episode? The third episode? I do. Yeah, I do recall this episode. And um, this is the episode where we find out that Mercedes has a child, right? It is. That is being by her baby daddy's mama. <laughs> yep, we sure do. Yes. So that definitely stuck out for you, right? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Because I was like, why? Did because the the little her child is actually a part of her dance group. Mm -hmm. So we didn't realize that until this episode. So go ahead, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. So Mer Mercedes has a kid who's being taken care of by, we, we're speculating here, because we, because they, yeah. they haven't just, like, no, no. this is not a show that spoon feeds you shit, you, you got to pay attention, God. and use your skills of deduction, so we, we're assuming that mm -hmm. Mercedes used to fuck with somebody who is either deceased or, or in jail, mm -hmm. had a baby, and that child is being taken care of by that dude's mother right so to make it easier we're just going to refer to this woman as the grandmother for tarika that's the girl's name mercedes daughter's name tarika tarika is hot draws besides what better way to celebrate the weekend than to have a hashtag bad bitch party <laughs> So many thoughts about this. So many thoughts about this. Yeah. Now, when I was coming up and somebody had a party, they didn't have no party party like you see in these damn movies and shit with all these white people. They had yeah. get togethers. So why yeah. 
Because niggas was not trying to clean up shit. We weren't trying to explain. Uh, we was trying to see the light of day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we did not have those type of parents that be like, okay, we'll be all right. We'll just clean up. No, we had parents that was just like, I will take you the fuck. You yes. And then if, if, you, if they found any sign that you had a party in their fucking house, you was going to get your ass beat. <laughs> so. I'm an inch of your life. Absolutely. <laughs> we advocate that. We do not advocate that. But that's how we were raised. Okay. Uh -huh. So this girl decides now, I will say grandmama got a nice house. She does. Grandma got Very a nice house from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And uh, grandma got a little money about her stuff, I can tell. Yeah, I, I would like to know what grandma does for them. They have not hit well, that yet. Well, I thought was that what else? She was out of town and she thought things would be okay. I don't know why, because and because later in the episode, the grandmother tells her, tells Mercedes that you know what, she's not focused on her studies, she's mm -hmm. more concerned about her body. Why mm -hmm. would you go out of town and not? have somebody checking in on her or staying there. And if you knew that that's what calls that in the house. Anyway, so the dumb little girl puts the shit on whatever version of Snapchat exists in the universe of the pink. And Mercedes comes over there, breaks up all that shit. <laughs> little girl put on punishment. And that's when Mercedes realizes and finds out that her daughter is hot draws. Mm -hmm. And with was trying to do to shield her from what she does for a living that clearly did not work which how are you a neighborhood superstar in a small ass town like that has a stripper and you expect your daughter not to find out about the shit yeah and the grandmother is feeling that the little girl is falling in mercedes the way she, what she's doing her being a stripper like she's falling in those same tracks so that's why the grandmother is upset. She's like, you know, she can't not be a part of your dance group anymore because, you know, she's pretty much following what you are doing right. as a stripper. Okay. So, so with that, okay. So with that being said, we move on to Autumn Goes Blonde. Yes. I like the blonde, but I know you don't like it, but I thought it was cute on her. Some, listen. I thought it was cute. Y'all don't need to be blonde. Everybody cannot rock blonde. Oh, they can't. I, I repeat. People that can't rock blonde. I repeat again, because I've seen a lot of people out here with blonde, and I'm like, now she knows she looks a hot ass mess. So I repeat, everybody cannot rock blonde. Mm -mm. <laughs> Please don't. Please. Please don't. So we find out that Mercedes, uh, no, we find out that she, Autumn, decides to go blonde so she's feeling herself now okay autumn is out here mm -hmm. trying to get the tea from andre she got the new wig going on she feeling herself she finds okay so she and hide her huh and hide her identity right uncle <laughs> so somehow or another she didn't trick this man into getting into his hotel room he, like a fool, is all hot and heavy, ready to fuck. And she's just like, well, what's up, what's up with the rubber? And at that yeah. point in the show, I was just like, yes. Because everybody. And pro-rubbers, pro-conas, mm -hmm. pro-blackness, whatever the mm -hmm. fuck you 
all of them, please use them. Please. Please use them. So I was excited about that because oftentimes in these TV shows, motherfuckers want to act like diseases don't exist. Like uh-huh. can take like like you two can take medicine for the rest of your motherfucking life if you're right. careful and put a sock on that damn pickle. Okay. So <laughs> So I was ecstatic about that. But so while he running down to the 7-Eleven, because he think he getting ready to get him some trim, Autumn is going through that laptop. She's, she finds all these plans for this casino that they're trying to build, which is why they want a Corbin's land. And they want the Pink's land. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. also, she finds these creepy-ass pictures that Andre been taking of her. So all the way creeped out. So yeah. you find out at that point that it's not, they didn't bond over scrap no. and shit. No get that tea she trying to you know make this shit work for her she's trying yeah. to adapt in the situation so when Andre comes back clearly autumn is autumn is gone and he realized that she was through went through that laptop so his thing is is that he's upset because ain't no telling who autumn is telling because this shit is supposed to be a secret right as far as this casino is concerned mm-hmm. um let's see we also find out that Andre, no, not Andre, but Little Clifford, Little Clifford, why well, I call this man Little Clifford? <laughs> Clifford decides it's a great idea to let a motherfucker know how many cards you hold. I don't know why he thought this, but Andre comes back to the strip club for whatever reason. And he's led into one of these mini rooms that Uncle Cliff got around the joint. Because it's not just a, a champagne room. It's mm-hmm. a loud room, champagne room, <laughs> live room, all these damn rooms in this damn uh, juke joint. Anyway, so he, go, he gets shown into the cloud room and he sees someone with blonde hair back his turn because it's Uncle Clifford, and Uncle Clifford got to let this motherfucker know that he no. knows, that he knows no. about this damn casino, and he needs all the tea. Right. Andre promptly lets him know, no, nah, I'm not telling you shit. <laughs> now, I'm mad because why is you letting this motherfucker know that you know? Right. What, how is that working for you? Right. Dumb shit. Yeah. So I was, that, that was not my happy part of the episode. Um, we do find out that uh, Mercedes is they they like to they 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 like to really emphasize the fact that Mercedes is that bitch. Mm-hmm. He got a big papa. Sounds like he might work for one of the leagues and NBL, NBL, right? Whatever. Somebody right. sports team. So because he's trying to let her know, hey, you're not gonna take care of you. Woo woo woo. Mercedes is just like nigga, you. <laughs> Just yeah. Oh. So. So we wrap it up with. What now? Are we wrapping it up with? Uh, okay. Yeah. Wrapping up the episode. Um, one thing that we've not talked about this that's been prevalent in both episodes is that Diamond is sweet on Miss Mississippi, aka mm-hmm. Keyshawn. Keyshawn is the one that she's been. She just got back from maternity leave. Her dude is whooping her ass. She she's just having a, just a bad time yeah. right now. Yeah. Diamond is sweet on her because Diamond lets her know promptly he can handle that domestic violence shit if she wants. 
Yeah, right. She's not trying to do that. But you can tell that he's sweet on her. Yeah. So let's see. Oh, and then I'm gonna round out the episode with this, and then we'll move on to the very last episode, and then we'll round we'll wrap all of this up. Autumn gets white girl wasted. <laughs> a great idea to get on the roll and that she don't know do. <laughs> her shit on the damn pole. <laughs> it would have been okay if she had tried that shit when one nobody on the polls, but she tried that shit in the middle of the Trinity Act. Right. So the Trinity Act is Bridget, or not Bridget, but Gidget's on the pole. Miss Mississippi Keyshawn is on the pole. And Mercedes is supposed to be on the pole. But because Mercedes is that OG, she doesn't get on her pole until last, which gives an opportunity for Autumn to get on the pole and bust her shit. <laughs> this motherfucker gets on the pole, busts her shit. They had to fuck up the whole act and they had to take her ass home. And then she right. was all this grunting shit. Right. Yeah, I didn't understand that. But I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it was. And it was hilarious as well. Because when we've not talked about this. Played off very well. She got on that pole with her and started like dancing with her. And it, it looked like it was normal, but it really wasn't. <laughs> and one thing that we've not talked about during the last two episodes is that Autumn is a drunk. She's yes. like really self-medicating right now. Right. She was pissy motherfucking drunk on that pole. Like when I say white girl fucked on that pole. I was surprised she was able to make it to the damn pole. <laughs> All right. So any last thoughts on this episode before we move on to the final episode? No. No, no, no. All right. So the last episode that we have for you guys is episode four. And that's called The Trap. And the synopsis for this one is Mercedes and Autumn make major moves towards building new lives for themselves. At the pink, gossip mm -hmm. like wildfire, patrons flood in for a big night. All right. Mm -hmm. What was it that you liked about this episode? I liked the fact, you know what I really, what I enjoyed about this episode is you got to really see how the white girl felt about Mercedes leaving. Like she really did not want her to leave. She was in her feelings big time about her leaving. And you know, um, and then also it was funny that they found out that Mercedes knew the whole time that the pink was in debt. Mm -hmm. So you got to kind of really see, you know, how how the white girl really felt. And I'm not sure what her name is. What was her name again? I keep calling her the white girl. Yes. Yeah, how, how she really felt. So that's what I enjoyed about this scene. It was really good. Again, people, you have to watch you cannot be like me and do two things at once. You have to really sit down and watch it, but it was a really good episode. All really right. good. What I liked about the episode is, is that it really gave you more, you, you really got more in depth as to the mystery of Autumn. Mm -hmm. Autumn be doing shit that make you, that continually, continuously makes you wonder, where the fuck did she come from? Like, what was she yeah. But, but she's been doing shit the whole fucking every episode. Like she's got some sneaky shit going on, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. So some some scenes that stood out for me. Mm -hmm. Um, first and foremost, this shit had me fucked up. So they bring they they open the scene with Miss.
Mississippi, aka Keyshawn, she's sitting on the lap of this dude, right? And so you think this is just your regular garden variety lap dance. No, but it's not. This it's is not. Dusty nigga shit. So let me mm -hmm. tell you what happens. So this dusty motherfucker decides to Dr. Feel her. Now, mm -hmm. those of you who are not familiar with the, the term Dr. Feel somebody, this is what dusty niggas do. You asking me how I know? I got cuz, I got male cousins to do this shit, okay? So this is what they do. They get someone, a woman that they think has low self-esteem. And, and try to like they give a fuck. And then they try to shrink them with the Dr. Phil. So they be trying to act all sincere and they mm -hmm. care and they want you to do better for your life. Which in actuality, they just trying to figure out how the fuck they can use you. Use you and make mm -hmm. it like they care. Mm -hmm. And that's what this dude was trying to do. He telling her all this shit about how you know you you shouldn't be stripping and it's not a good thing and you better than that. And all of these things may be true. However, nigga, you at the motherfucking strip club trying not to pay for a motherfucking if you don't like what they do. Why the fuck are you there? Doesn't make sense. No, it don't make, Doesn't make why are you there? Was there? He was trying to get him a lap dance and some trim for on the cheap. That's why he was there. <laughs> Motherfucker decided he gonna doctor feel his way in <laughs> damn draws. That's what that <laughs> was. Ladies <laughs> wasn't having it, and Diamond wasn't having it. Cause no. like, nah, 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 player, peep game. You gonna pay for this motherfucking dance? You gonna pay? For that you done occupied. Mm -hmm. Act like he didn't want to pay. So Diamond rolls up like, oh, really? Action. Because watching this show, one thing that you will pick up about Diamond, Diamond is ready for some shit to jump off at yes. any point in time. There is a lot of aggression with that motherfucker right there. A lot. He's ready to whoop that man ass. So, yes. so the motherfucker decides to throw money at Kayshawn. And Diamond was just like, do no. you really want to fuck with me tonight? With me. <laughs> of course, that man picked that money up and handed that money to Keyshawn. Poked the shit out of him. That shit stood out to me because I was just like, well, goddamn. Like, why is you? Well, something else that stood out to me was, I don't know if you're going to get into this, how Mercedes' mom was supposed to give her, her that money. <laughs> so, her gym. Oh, God. Now, and I enjoyed watching Mercedes whoop her mama's ass. And believe me, I do not condone that shit at all. Don't don't send, send no emails. Don't epic. Send the <laughs> we, if it is, I'm whooping our mother's asses. So. <laughs> no, you're not condoning this shit. In this case, in this case though, she deserved that ass whooping. You're not right. <laughs> don't, don't like it when you. <laughs> in his name for your own for your own things for the for, for your own devices don't mm -hmm. like not that's not christian like and she got every bit of that every bit of that ass whooping that she got she deserved she deserved that ass whooping mercedes molly whopped the fuck out of her mama like she okay so this is what kills me because it, i think it was like the first or second episode Mercedes mentioned that her mother basically was pimping her out for meals at fucking Waffle House. I don't yeah, she didn't get any deeper than that. 
Like, mm-hmm. literally had this child prostituting herself for meals and shit. You just mm-hmm. find the Lord, and you mm-hmm. still doing you still doing devilish ass shit. Yeah, yeah, she would come and make her feel bad just to take her fucking money she, about her being a stripper. Well, the, the the irony is she literally stole from her child to open up a fucking church. Then you want to put her down about what she's doing, but you're taking that stripper money and you're putting it towards a church. You know what I came away with this episode with? What? Her mama been pimping the fuck out of her forever. The entire fucking time. Ever. Forever, since she was younger. So that's why she, she knew what to say and what to do to Mercedes to make her feel bad and give up that money. She knew it. And then, and then she has a man pimping her to have her pimp her daughter. Now what? So it's another guy. Isn't he like the preacher? Really? He's the real preacher at the church, right? Okay. So she's, you can obviously tell that she's fucking this man. <laughs> and he's in her ear telling her was that a- she get money from her daughter to put towards the church. So the whole fucking church is just crooked. Just crooked. You know, you know how we've been saying for years and we need to stop saying where they do that at? <laughs> they do that at Chuggalissa. Honestly, who does it? I don't know. But I like this episode because a lot of people got to shine. Even, yeah. even though her ass Molly walked by her own damn daughter. Some people got to shine. Like Miss Mississippi, aka K Sean, she did her motherfucking thing on that pole, baby. They started to let more classes. Yeah, she 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 really did a good job. She, she did really did a fucking thing. She she did it. So she also did it to Little Murder's new song, which mm-hmm. happens to be all about Uncle Clifford. <laughs> so remember the beginning of this this podcast video cast when we was telling you that y'all was getting ready to see some shit that y'all didn't like if y'all was watching this show. Well, this is that part. So yeah. somehow or another, and I forgot how because again we we saw this a little while ago. But mm-hmm. Little Murder gets his song played. His song was supposed to play during Mercedes set, but Mercedes remember. She crossed the street whooping her mama ass. So somebody right. had to go on, and that was Keyshawn. And so mm-hmm. Keyshawn comes out to the song that was meant for Mercedes, and she killed that shit. The she killed it. She did a the show. She killed that shit, that, that show. She did a very good job. Little Murder, on the other hand, would have been inside, except for Little Murder decided he wanted to ask Mercedes and Mercedes is talking to an OG, and them OGs down there in the dirty side, family, they don't like these little young niggas because <laughs> very disrespectful. And he was just like, you need to, you need to wait your turn. Right. Have some respect. Maine was, was basically letting him know, this is what it is, and this is what you're not getting ready to do. Yeah. So, right. Little Murder respected that. He was with his partner. His partner saw that he didn't respect that. So when they went to go sit down, his partner called him a, a punk and told mm-hmm. him, yeah, everybody says you a punk and you do this, that, and the other. Patrice was not the only person that got their ass whooped that night in the vicinity uh-huh. because Little Murder whooped that man's ass and got thrown out of the pink. So he right. had to decide 
thinking about, you know, all the bad decisions that he had made in his life and how he ended up outside crying outside the strip club. And he hears his song playing. <laughs> and he gets that. He's like, that's my song. That's my song. <laughs> so the next thing you know, Uncle Clifford is taking Little Murder by the hand. They going back to where they count that money. Like, money. Oh, and Uncle Clifford. And it's going down. You can get, you can get it how you live, baby. <laughs> Listen, I like the debauchery. I did. I had to be like, oh, child. <laughs> did, did you clutch your pearls? Did you clutch your pearls? I clutched my pearls. <laughs> I sure did. I had pearls on that night, too, because when I, when I watch P-Valley, I got to wear my pearls, because you got <laughs> your pearls next <laughs> do a recap i have my pearls on but <laughs> tell you that was a sexy i was not prepared and i'm gonna tell you the part that did me the fuck in right uh -huh. game of thrones mm -hmm. i done seen some of the tutors i done seen some shows that didn't had true blood used to have the all the fucking in it the shit i've seen uh shit all the fucking was in true blood. Prepared for that. For little murder. Little murder got this motherfucker bent over a damn jukebox and <laughs> gonna have the audacity to go ahead, unzip his pants, get ready to hunch, and take a moment to spit down in between where he meet and where little other cliff are getting ready to meet. And I was <laughs> you know what? Perfect. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't. <laughs> ready and all I can think to myself is that ooh child I hope you was ready Uncle Clifford because I wasn't ready uh. <laughs> but hey you get it how you live and, and that, that, I mean apparently <laughs> very 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 good episode that episode had to be one of my favorites what do you think which episode, which episode was your favorite? This was a really good episode because it made, for it to be four episodes in, it was kind of like the penultimate episode. Like a lot of times with these shows, you get that one episode that like ties up a lot of loose ends, um, answers to a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. And so... It was my favorite in that respect because it did answer some questions, but at the same time, it's just like, well, damn, how many episodes do we got coming? Because <laughs> I'm tying up shit a little early. I'm like, that. You know? I'm listen. I just got used to the fact that some of these shows is giving us ten episodes, and I'm okay with that. Right. Is the usual 24, 22, 24. So right. I was like, well, what y'all, what what y'all doing, y'all? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully not, because I really enjoy watching the show. Hopefully, it just keeps going on and on. It's like my second favorite to Power, which I know you don't like Power, but I love Power. And I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with you. Huh? Power was a Power was a really good show. It is a really good show. Sure. Was I think it it ended. Sure. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Again, if you like what we're doing over here, please like and subscribe.
and I promise you we will put out as much content as you can handle. Also, if you have any ideas of things that you want us to cover, please don't be shy. You can reach us at Streaming While Black on Instagram and Facebook, as well as via email, streamingwhileblack, altogether at gmail.com. I can be reached on Instagram only at C-H-A-E Maria on Instagram. You're not cool enough to get on my Facebook. Sorry. And, and where can they reach you? You can reach me on Instagram at lovely, L-O-V-E-L-Y underscore Shanae. And that's S-C-H-Y-N-A. And Streaming While Black, that is our page. You can actually go follow us. We'll be putting up content, I'm sure, yes. soon. Yeah, check us out. And subscribe, 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 please. Subscribe, like, subscribe. Tell them. Share our content. We don't care. We, we trying to get those, those views up. Yeah. That audience. So let us know what you like. And again, don't forget to like and subscribe. And uh, we out of here? Yep. We out of here. We out of here.